podcast companion of Creative Commons Prayer, a site for daily multimedia inspiration you can reuse and remix. Today, we have some scripture. Twice in the last month or so, I've had reasonably in-depth conversations in social settings about the eccentric but accessible and sort of wonderful book of Jonah. It's a book, I think, that that is about God's generosity and our frequent inability to uh, to receive it. And it's certainly about a lot more than just the whale. Uh, I have found that most people don't know or don't remember what happens after the whole uh, encounter with the whale, but it's just sort of a dramatic preamble to a really interesting exploration of the human condition. And so we're just going to dive in and we're going to read the book of Jonah. It's not that long. And uh, I hope that uh, I hope that you enjoy it. I think there's something really wonderful about getting to hear the entire arc of a story um, in just a, in just a little bit. So this episode will be a little longer than usual. I'm interested to know if you like it, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So go ahead and get comfortable, and uh, we will have the Book of Jonah from the World English Bible, of course, because that is the one in the public domain, and you don't get in trouble for podcasting the entirety of a book. Okay, here we go. Chapter 1. Now the Lord's word came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid its fare and went down into it, to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty storm on the sea, so that the ship was likely to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried to his God. They threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone down into the innermost parts of the ship, and he was laying down and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Maybe your God will notice us so that we won't perish. They all said to each other, Come, let's cast lots so that we might know who is responsible for this evil that is on us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they asked him, Tell us, please, for whose cause this evil is on us. What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? Of what people are you? He said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who has made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, What have you done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. They said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may be calm to us? For the sea grew more and more stormy. He said to them, Take me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will be calm for you, for I know that it is because of me that this great storm is on you. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get them back to the land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more stormy against them. Therefore they cried to the Lord and said, We beg you, Lord, we beg you, don't let us die for this man's life, and don't lay on us innocent blood, for you, the Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they took up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. The Lord prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, 
And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Chapter 2 Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. He said, I called because of my affliction to the Lord. He answered me out of the belly of Sheol, I cried. You heard my voice, for you threw me into the depths in the heart of the seas. The flood was all around me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight, yet I look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me even to my soul. The deep was all around me. The weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth barred me in forever. Yet have you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. My prayer came into you, into your holy temple. Those who regard lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay which I have vowed. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to the fish, and it vomited out Jonah on the dry land. Chapter 3 The Lord's word came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I will give you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's word. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days' journey across. Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried out and said, In forty days Nineveh will be overthrown. The people of Nineveh believed God, and they proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth, from their greatest even to their least. The news reached the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and took off his royal robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. He made a proclamation and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor animal, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let them be covered with sackcloth, both man and animal, and let them cry mightily to God. Yes, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows whether God will not turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we might not perish. God saw their works, and they turned from their evil way. God relented of the disaster which he said he would do to them, and he didn't do it. Chapter 4 But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, Please, Lord, wasn't this what I said when I was still in my own country? Therefore I hurried to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, and you relent of doing harm. Therefore now, Lord, I beg you, take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. The Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made himself a booth and sat under it in the shade, until he might see what would become of the city. The Lord God prepared a vine and made it come up over Jonah, that it might be a shade over his head to deliver him from his discomfort. So Jonah was exceedingly glad because of the vine. 
But God prepared a worm at dawn the next day, and it chewed on the vine, so that it withered. When the sun arose, God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head, so that he fainted, and requested for himself that he might die, and said, It is better for me to die than to live. God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the vine? He said, I am right to be angry, even to death. The Lord said, You have been concerned for the vine for which you have not labored, neither made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. Shouldn't I be concerned for Nineveh, that great city, in which are more than 120,000 persons who can't discern between their right hand and their left hand, and also much livestock? And that's where it ends, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Mid-sentence, practically, God trying to help Jonah have a sense of perspective. And I guess maybe that is why I have come to love uh, this little book so much. And I hope that you've enjoyed hearing it today. So thanks for praying with me. You can find more multimedia resources and subscribe to weekday morning emails at creativecommonsprayer.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest if you want an easy way to share or give some feedback. I'll be back soon with more episodes. And in the meantime, this is Kyle Oliver reminding you that every prayer is a remix.